0: episode of have forum canadians are losing more than they're winning it's getting worrisome Claude julien's already mixing up the lines no one knows what's going on they lose again today we just finished watching the tampa bay game they've lost three of the last four we're going to go over those games of course we're going to look ahead to the weeks to come other than that the rocket at least they finally won their first game and Cole Caulfield just might be the best goal scorer of all time. Maybe, maybe it's it's. it's I mean, I think so. I maybe. think that that's the most positive of uh, two games, four to, goals to come out this week. So, um, all right. So we'll, we'll we'll get to the game that just happened today shortly. But like since the last episode, uh, there's been uh four games. Uh, we won't go into in deep on the, the the previous games because they've been a, a while ago at this point. But five four loss in overtime against Buffalo, and four two loss against Detroit. Both game like the four two. The five four loss against Buffalo seems like it's ages away ago at this point. I don't really remember it that much, to be honest. But the four two home opener against Detroit, man, what a snooze fest.
1: Yeah, it was a bad game. I mean, uh, you know, we had said last week on the podcast that of those two games, they had to really come out with at least three points. Yeah, or like at least a win. You know, like yeah, at least a win. I mean, definitely two teams that that, that they really had to beat. I mean, especially I mean the the last two games. Uh, Buffalo really-
0: Buffalo is, is is better than than last year this year. Like, Buffalo's not looking bad, and Detroit's had a hot start, to be fair. But, yeah, you got to win yeah. one game.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, the Canadians are in a pretty good division, obviously, with teams like Toronto and Tampa Bay. So, I mean, it's playing teams like the bottom feeders or, you know, the probable bottom feeders in the division, you know, they got to get those wins.
0: Buffalo's 5-0-1 so far this year. Yeah, well, it's not going to... Buffalo aren't bottom feeders. The Detroit game, though, was unacceptable. However... I've heard many, many, many foreign players talk about how they hate playing the season opener, especially for an organization like the Canadians, because there's like 30 minutes of this boring, like, passing the choice. First, first of all, the absolute worst anthem singer I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, where the fuck is Sarah Diamond? Okay? That's true, I know. I, yeah. Has she ever disappointed anyone? No. Never. No. I'm always happy to see her come on and sing, but I don't know who they had singing. I don't know what her name was was, but she was she was terrible. So bad. I was I was on the, the Twitter for the game. Even the fans, the Red Wings were like, "What the fuck's going on?" <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, she was pretty bad. Uh, oh, actually,
0: no, sorry. The bad anthem singer was Saturday against St. Louis.
1: Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. My bad. My bad. Almost, that's
0: how bad she, she was. I can't yeah, get her it out of my bad. mind.
1: Almost as bad as the uh, the singer for the Rocket home opener. Oh yeah, you who were was saying reading the uh, the lyrics off his hand for, for yeah. not not for the Canadian <laughs> anthem, for the no, American for the American anthem, anthem okay. but still, uh, and looked like he was drunk. So, so uh, not I'm, a good start to anthem singers <laughs> I'm here. I'm getting the feeling Montreal.
0: the Montreal maybe uh, the Habs organization is uh, cutting corners when <laughs> when it comes to, <laughs> to, to, to to like paying anthem
1: singers. I, I guess people. I'd rather that than like in their players or.
0: I mean, They shouldn't be cutting <laughs> like any corners understand? with the amount of I money guess, that, uh, that they made. But anyway, the 4-2 loss against the Chargers. I mean, not much to talk about. I mean, the players that have looked good kept looking good with uh, the Dwayne line being the best one. Army had a great goal early in the game. Like, really, what I loved about that goal is it looked like a goal scorer's goal.
1: Yeah.
0: Great wrist shot uh, from, like, top of the circle, top corner. Uh, I mean, I, I'd love to see more of that from, uh, from Armia. I mean, if he has that shot, just use it more. Yeah. But Drouin looking fantastic, and it's great to see Domi score.
1: Yeah, Honestly, really underrated play there by Drouin with a, with a like, one-touch sort of pass there yeah. to Armia to, set, to really set that up. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean, uh, you know, Drouin just keeps doing the subtle things yeah. that you don't necessarily see all the time. But, uh, yeah, he's obviously off to a great start this season, as is Armia. But I
0: mean the, the the one positive start. So let's move to to the to the the, the, the St. Louis game. Now that that I think was the Canadiens' best performance, start to finish. Yeah. Uh, since, since this beginning of yeah. the year, like six three win, uh, first regulation win, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yeah. Right, right, because yeah. they had the only, only other one. The other win was against Toronto. And the in the shootout, right? So yeah, so first regulation win, and like I mean, it's a cup defending cup chance. They're not suffering from a a, a cup hangover either. Like they're they've had a good great start to the season. And the usual suspects for the beginning of the year. I mean, Tatar right away, the Gallagher Tatar Daniel line, who like individually have looked good, but they hadn't clicked as a line that mm-hmm. much so far. Looked great early on. They got, uh, I mean, combined they had three of the Habs' goals. Drouin with another. I mean, just a great overall effort by uh, by the Canadians. It was it was great to see going coming into this game, but
1: yeah, well, I mean, especially yeah. after the the, the you know, the, the subpar performances they had against Buffalo and Detroit, I mean, to see them come out against the defending Stanley Cup champs and play their best game of the season so far and really just a great performance all around was... I mean, what?
0: not necessarily all around.
1: I would say it was
0: Price's weakest game by far so far. Yeah, but yeah, that's, seeing that's the Canadians true. battle through Price having a game where he's looking like not maybe in top form like not that he was he was bad but the Sammy Blay goal wasn't the best like not covering his corner corners as much as he should be but to see the team see that happening but still able to okay maybe our star goalie's having an off night they can step it up score three goals in the third i mean that that is a is a great sign if they can do if they have games like that for sure
1: yeah definitely i mean the the offense in most of the games has looked pretty good so far and uh I mean, they really exploded here for six goals against against the Blues. And, yeah, like you said, I mean, it's good to see. I mean, Price, even though he doesn't necessarily have the best numbers so far this season, he's been great. He's kept the, kept the team in it basically yeah. on most nights. And it's good to see the offense, you know, really really put one together for him when he's having an off night for sure.
0: But like you said, the offense hasn't been the problem. And what is scaring me right now, and it's all the talk on Twitter and I don't know if he's the problem or if it's the pairing that's the problem, but Shea Weber has not looked great so far this year.
1: No. I don't know sure. if
0: he's overcompensating for Mete too much. Who, and Today, Mete had one of the worst turnovers I have ever seen. <laughs> it didn't lead to a goal by some miracle, considering it was a beautiful tape-to-tape pass to the best goal so- scorer in the NHL and right now in Nikita Kucherov. Mm. And it's just, I, I don't understand what he was doing there. And I just, I'm worried that Shea Weber at this point, he's obviously not the defenseman he used to be. That's fine. It was to be expected. He's just not the player that can like play 30 minutes a game and support a guy like Mete. And as, as much as Mete is great and he he might be like a solid, like have a solid career moving forward, I don't think he'll ever be a 1-2 defenseman.
1: No, no, I don't. I don't think anyone uh, anyone thinks he's gonna. Right? He is a one. He's a top two defenseman, or anyone thinks he's going to be a top two defenseman. But I find a lot of the time. Well, I mean, you said that Weber's sort of covering for him. I, I kind of find sometimes it's like Mete is trying to do too much. He's trying to cover like the whole ice yeah. because Weber. I mean, you know, I mean, I don't think Weber's been that bad, but he's obviously lost a step this season. Yeah, he definitely seems slower than he was last season. Every
0: aspect of his game, I mean, even the, the his one timer, it's still very powerful. Don't get me wrong, but it's like the release isn't as quick. It's just, it's just not there. And he just needs a bit. At this point, I think Petrie has passed him as the as the best defenseman on the team.
1: Yeah, definitely. So far this season, I mean, yeah. Petrie's been Petrie's been great. I mean, I, I, no... I think he's a better option on the power play
0: at this point. He's just been fantastic overall, and I think looking great with Kulak too.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean that. I mean it worked well last season, mm-hmm. and obviously working well this season. Sherat, I thought, you know, he had some some tough moments. Well, um, I think
0: Sherrot, like we talked about it last week, the numbers were showing ice time and all that, that Sherrat, Petrie, and Weber were by far the top three most used defensemen. So so Sherat was being used as really like a top three defenseman, and I, I just don't think that's who he is. No. I think too much was put on his plate to start the year. We were hoping to get a top three defenseman when we signed him, but that's just not who he is. Yeah, uh, we need a top three defenseman, but it's not him. We do. Yeah. But and and I think already like on a lower pairing I've seen like he he seems more like in in his place there, maybe he has more energy to to finish off games. He's he's playing the body like like being the big player that he is. Um I mean, I I think he's fine. But we just have the same gaping hole on the left side that we've had before.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, uh, you know, before, two years ago, it was centers that we needed. Now yeah. it's now it's left-handed defensemen. And there are quite a few coming through, hopefully, in the near future. In the pipeline, obviously, with guys like Romanov and Norlander and Harris. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, obviously, it hasn't been... Uh, you know, Sherrod, I mean, like you said, he's he's definitely not what we were hoping to get in the top four defences. I mean, I never thought he was but... going to
0: be that. I mean, I thought...
1: Uh, you know, I thought uh, I I was yeah maybe some wishful wishful thinking. Well, it's I guess, not like but... we weren't
0: even talking about Shira as a possibility when before free agency started. Well, mm-hmm. A lot of Habs fans, I mean, um, I include myself in that. When Sherat was signed, I was like, uh, okay. Like no one was like, it's not like we were talking about oh maybe Sherat, You know, in yeah. names like Jake Gardner. You kept talking about Alex Edler, even though I told you he was, he was gonna <laughs> resign, and then. It just there was just that there wasn't that much available It had to be through a trade, I don't know if that trade is out there at this point, but it, it's it's an obvious problem. Now I'm almost wondering though, because Petrie, I'm starting to think that maybe he'll play well with anyone. Do we want to maybe try? Cause I know Petrie and Kulak are kind of proven as a pair, but maybe Kulak would look better, like Weber would look better with Kulak, and then you try Mete with Petrie maybe.
1: I mean, yeah, you could you could maybe do that. Uh, well, yeah, I think even last year Mete and Petri played a little bit together, and they and they had some success. And I think Kulak, if I'm not mistaken, played a little bit with Weber as well.
0: I mean, all the all the defense pairings have have been tried, but I mean Mete and, and Kulak both at this point have a lot more experience, and, and just like just like Chirot has looked better with a, a lesser role. Like even though minutes wise, he he probably mete to be playing as much if he was playing with Petri as if he was with Weber. Mm-hmm. There's there's an extra like microscope on the fact that oh you're Weber's partner, like everyone's very much aware when Weber's on the ice everyone's wor- like we're, it's all in the back of our minds that he's gonna lose a step eventually and then that's gonna be a huge a be even bigger hole for the Canadians but he's gonna lose steps quicker and quicker and quicker if he keeps playing these types of minutes with 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 uh, Victor Mete I think I I don't unfortunately think the solution's on the team, but let's yeah, try. Uh, other things, just in case, but it's not working right now.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we can definitely, definitely try some other options. I mean, Mete did. You know, you're hoping that maybe they can, they can figure it out as as time goes. I mean, they did have success last season. Um, so you're hoping that you know at some point maybe they can they can get back to where they were last season. But yeah, I mean, regardless, I mean, I don't think it's going to make a big difference if you put Kulak beside him. Yeah, I mean, Sherrod's definitely not going to be the. Yeah. Other are going to be the solution, Miss Adam. I mean, eventually, you know, they're going to have to, if they want to improve it, they're going to have to you know, make a trade.
0: Now, what's interesting to me is that I think we both agree that the main problem has been the defense, but a positive point has been offense. Had a great game uh, in St. Louis, a lot of chemistry, but for some reason today, when it wasn't going as well as it should be, Claude Jean decided to just completely mess with the lines on offense. Yeah. And we still generated offense regardless, but it's like, why are you messing with the chemistry that's there? I mean, he separated all the lines, basically. All of a sudden, is playing on the left wing, on the fourth line. The fourth line. As if he's been the problem. I mean, is it because they because they were the line that, were, that was on the ice when they got caught in the defensive zone at the end of the of the first period, which obviously started kind of like the collapse, if you will. But that was just... They were stuck in their zone. I mean, Weber and Mete were on, were on the ice, too. They weren't doing much better. And they were on the ice for almost two minutes. Obviously, they're not going to look great. They looked completely gassed. and Is that is that why like is it, this is what always worries me about Claudigen, like one defensive mistake and then he, he messes with everything. That Cutkinni, Drouin and army line, those three together is the
1: best those three have looked with the Canadians oh, yeah, for sure. Like yeah, they've since they've been. all been with the Canadians. Yeah. I mean, they've probably been the best line since the beginning of yeah, the season definitely. too. I mean, you could definitely make an argument for that. Yeah, I mean, it's disappointing to see. I mean, cuz I mean, the Canadians were playing well. I mean they had a really good game. Yeah. Even even after they made the line changes, they definitely had a really a really solid game. They had
0: a terrible two minutes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean yeah. they got scored three times in three minutes, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Two and a half, three minutes. And yeah, unfortunately that was all I mean you can't you, you just can't play like that no. against against a team like the Lightning. Well that you, you
0: I could kind of feel it coming a little bit because you they were getting opportunities. Peter got the goal, so I thought okay that's good. Mm-hmm. But then eventually as soon as you make one little mistake all of a sudden, you got that a crazy line of Samkos, uh, Kucherov, and uh, and Brayden Point. They just turn around right away, and, and and they and they're gonna make something happen. I mean, because you see, they scored seven seconds left to go in the first, and then a minute and four seconds into the the second, and two minutes. So yeah, basically just over two minutes to get their their two goals. And That 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 was it, and then Vasilevsky pretty much shut the door. I know you're not his biggest fan.
1: That's true. You think he's
0: a little overrated?
1: I do, but I think he played pretty <laughs> solid in the third. I think because the rest do.
0: of the second was kind of a snooze fest; nothing happened. But in the third, yeah. he shut the door.
1: Yeah, I mean, in the third, the Canadians definitely had a lot of chances. They came uh, and they had a couple of power plays as well. Came very close to, well, not to tying it up, but to, but to scoring at least a couple of times. So I mean, at le- I mean they were playing the Lightning, who's probably the best team in the NHL. Um, you know, maybe you can debate that with a few other teams, but... They just lost I mean, against Ottawa,
0: too, so you know they're kind of like... Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, you know?
1: no, for sure. Um, you know, they They were definitely looking for a bounce-back game, but the Canadians played really well tonight. And they played solid for 57, 58 minutes. Unfortunately, that's not going to be enough when you're playing the Tampa Bay Lightning... But uh, I mean overall they played a pretty good game but I mean to get back to the line changes yeah it, it it's weird to see the young like I know, like we we all know Claude Julien has a bit of a history of not trusting the young guys you know, going back to his his time in Boston with Tyler Sagan.
0: Yeah. I mean like at this point is he like I don't want to talk about firing him right no. now but it's like <laughs> is he the right guy to bring up all these kids? Like why is Fleury still not in the lineup?
1: Yeah, After I mean, four, yeah, five, that's that's, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it. I guess I mean, if you feel Kakinami's, you know, is, is not playing well that night, maybe I can see him being moved moved to the wing from time to time. I mean, what I, di-
0: I didn't think he was playing poorly. First no. of all, no, I didn't. And secondly, what I do love on Kakinami's end, he, that line did well. Yeah, they did. So he yeah, didn't. He, he like he didn't like kind of like put his head down and get. That's the, the most shocking player maybe so far this year for me has been Nate Thompson. I don't know what he did in the off season, but he <laughs> was not this quick. Because no, he, he, he's not just like obviously we know he's great at face offs. He's good on the PK, but he's been generating offense this year.
1: Yeah, he's been a great. He's been great so like, far. Every
0: single game, there's an there's an offensive at least one or two offensive opportunities yeah. with with Thompson on
1: the ice. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and yeah, with and I mean, Wheel, I mean, they had some really solid chances in the third period. Um, but yeah, and then, I mean, they, he gave Suzuki the shot there too on the third line. So, I mean, not something you want well, to be seeing all the time. The
0: one thing that I did find interesting about that is that Suzuki got some time at center. Yeah. Won a couple of draws too. And that, I know Suzuki considers himself a center, would rather play center, but he, he'll play wherever he's told to play. Mm. But if he can come in and start winning face-offs... That's when you're going to side Because Max Domi's still not really winning face-offs that much. Because maybe it's... In a perfect world, considering our roster construction... Now, we've already talked about, is it a good idea to move Max Domi because he broke out at center? Mm -hmm. But the way he's playing, I don't think he's going to necessarily regress if he's he's on the wing because... Because eventually, I'd like to bring Paling back up on the team, but I I don't want Yemi playing on the wing is a
1: big, big problem for me. Yeah, like he needs to
0: develop as a center, but maybe Suzuki's better as a center. You just have too many centers right now, which is crazy to think.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't mind. uh, I don't. I definitely don't mind Suzuki getting a bit of a chance on. uh, You know, it's center. I I don't think personally. I don't think that's going to be where he's going to be long term in the NHL. But I mean, if he can get a chance to see what see what you know, see if he can prove that he does belong there then, you know, more power to him. But, what's, yeah, what's, like you said, Kokiniemi playing no, on the wing is, is un- a big un- problem for me, too. I don't
0: know why he's not giving him any power play time. He's giving Suzuki power play time, which is nice. Today, Suzuki, actually, looking at it right now, had the second most, well, third most, but second most forward. Armia had the most uh, time on the power play. <laughs> but Nick Suzuki, 5 minutes and 17 seconds. Like, more than a third of his ice time was on the power play. So I do like seeing that. Mm. Even though he hasn't scored yet, a lot of chances coming from him. And he clearly has a, a great like offensive vision, yeah. slows down yeah. the game. So he's, he's great there on the power play. So I th- that's why I, 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 some people were already talking about maybe sending Suzuki down because he's on the fourth line or what, whatever. The way Kojude runs this team, you need offense on every single line. So I don't mm. think Suzuki being on the fourth line is that much of a problem. As we just said Thompson's generating offense. If the other guy there is Wheel or or Byron, those are guys that can generate <laughs> offense too. Yeah. So I don't mind it. I just don't move Kutkinyami away from the center. This is a long-term thing with Kutkinyami. Yeah, no, for you sure. Know?
1: For sure. I mean, that uh, to me makes zero sense. Definitely to move him uh, to move him to the wing. Yeah, I don't think Suzuki playing the fourth fourth line like you said is not necessarily a huge problem as long as he's getting a decent amount of power play time. Yeah, 100%. So yeah, I don't see that being uh, being a problem. But again, Kukinemi definitely should never be, especially on the fourth line <laughs> yeah. winger.
0: Man. And zero power play time today. Like, I, he never puts good on, on the power play. Like, at all. I, I don't understand why. He's been generating offense this year. He's got a couple mm-hmm. goals already. Him and, and way have had great chemistry. I just... And meanwhile, you had Jordan Wheel out there, like, all see, the time on the power play. I don't get that. Yeah, that, I don't get that. Yeah. Like, Jordan Wheel is playing on the power play. Like, Armia was that guy last year, but this year he's been scoring, so it's mm-hmm. fine. But...
1: Yeah, I don't get it. Uh, I mean, we all like Jordan Wheel, but uh, I mean to have him be on the power play that much, and I mean he he almost seemed like lost out there. Like he he wasn't call, he he wasn't creating anything. I mean, when 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 Suzuki was there and said, because I, I feel like because they're both right
0: handed shots, they mm. kind of probably like switched with with each other. It was it was night and day. Oh yeah, like sure. Suzuki w- was like the 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 power play looked so much better, and and just Wheel, he's just he's just out of his element. I mean, I'd, I'd, he, I'd rather see him on the PK than on the power play. I, I don't know. I mean, there there not a lot of penalties today, which is I didn't even realize while watching the game. But yeah, the only yeah, yeah there's only that one power play. I'm just looking at, and
1: Sam goes scored on it, of course. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, the but, PK yeah. has been pretty awful so yeah. far. Historically bad power play last season. Yeah. It's gonna. We've look allowed like a power historically... play goal
0: in every single game so far.
1: Yeah, looking like a historically bad PK so far. But why? Season. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I mean, they have the players, right? They have Deneau. They have guys like Wheel. They have Byron. They have Armia. See, here's the thing. Lekkinen.
0: Everyone you're naming, forwards. Yeah. They got the great forwards Lord. to play on the PK. But with I, I, they've tried Weber and Sherrod on defense on the PK. I mean, do we want to put out the slowest <laughs> possible like line out there?
1: Who else are you going to put, though? I mean, a Petrie... I don't, I On mean, the PK,
0: I don't like having Weber and and Schrott together at the same time. I'd, I'd like to have a bit more yeah, mobility. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. You know, I mean Petrie's not that bad defensively. Like Petrie, when he does get beat defensively, it's more in, in the transition game.
1: Yeah, he got beat pretty bad today in the first period. Yeah, in the transition the, game. Yeah, yeah. When Hedman had the had the breakaway, yeah, but that, that
0: that's that not as bad. bad of, that that was really bad. <laughs> but and and Hedman just bobbled the pug there. He should have scored. Yeah, I mean that that that's not like. That's not something that's going to happen typically when you're on the PK. No, 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 that's true. I mean, it's, something has to change. And I don't think the forwards that like, are the problem we are full
1: of forwards that, sh- that should be good on the PK.
0: Like, you didn't even name Nate Thompson earlier, I think, when you were naming. Oh, that's him.
1: true. Yeah, I didn't. You know? Yeah. So there are a lot of good forwards, but yeah. It's true defense, and maybe that's why Foleen is playing a little bit more lately. <sighs> that, I can't. Like, <laughs>
0: let's just get, let that, that's our, our, our one Twitter question of the day yeah. today. Uh, shout out to
1: Kevin Rogers.
0: Kevin Rogers. And just want to read out the tweet.
1: Yeah. So uh, uh, let me pull it up here. All right. So we got from Kevin Rogers uh, who wants our thoughts on the Sherratt and Foley pairing. Would Flurry be a better partner for Sherratt
0: Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> Absolutely he would. I mean,
0: Foley, I don't understand. Am I missing something? Does he just want a big body? The Sherat is a big body. I'd rather have yeah. the mobility of Flurry. It's not like Flurry's small either.
1: No, well, no. That's, that's the thing I, that I find so weird. And actually, Anthony Marquette um, tweeted today that he finds it really weird that basically he's played two games. He played the first two games of the season. You had him play against Toronto in Toronto, which is obviously super hard game yeah. for, for a young defenseman to be playing. Of course. And then they go on and play the next four games against, or well, at least the next two games. They were playing Detroit and Buffalo. Two obviously much easier games in Toronto. So, why would you play a 20 year old defenseman against the best, maybe the best offense in the NHL? And then sit him against two much easier teams.
0: I don't, I don't, I don't get so. it.
1: and I'm fine with him sitting for. Like, he's not gonna play every
0: game. It's no, fine. No, exactly. Sitting him here and there, but he shouldn't be. What is it? Four games in a row that he's not playing now. That
1: yeah, that, four games in a row. Now. That
0: to me is unacceptable. Like I'm not one of those people that as soon as a young guy's cut, I'm like, why don't you send him down to Laval? No, it's it's good to yeah. also be practicing with a team. You learn that way too. Traveling with a team, you're learning the NHL outside of the ice. But don't sit in four games in a row. No, exactly. And it's not like, like I said, it's not like Foligno is playing, playing amazing. Like, are we missing something with Foligno?
1: No, I mean, he's uh, fine. Uh, yeah, he he's fine. I mean, he had a, he he played all right tonight. But I mean, he's definitely. I mean, Flurry didn't look bad at all. Exactly. I mean, Flurry, Flurry, I thought was playing really well. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand it. L- like you said, I mean, it's one thing. Obviously, he's not gonna play eighty two games. He's gonna sit every once in a while. Yeah. I mean, it's not the bad. It's not the worst thing in the world for him to sit every once in a while. But like four games in a row doesn't make any sense. I mean, I, I really hope we see him back and uh, uh, on the ice for uh, for the next game, which is I think it's Saturday
0: the next game. Uh, it's
1: Thursday against, Thursday uh, against Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, yeah, you gotta hope to see him. And,
0: and, and cause, because maybe after the St. Louis game, he was thinking he just didn't want to change his his line after a win. I, I guess so. Fine but now you got to put him back in. Minnesota's having a rough start to the year. We were just talking about giving him an easier start. Minnesota's at the, the bottom of the Western Conference right now. Yeah. Please put Flurry
1: back in. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, when he sat out the first game against Buffalo, they were playing back to back Buffalo and Detroit. It made sense. <coughs> Figured, you know, he'll make his uh, you know, yeah. he'll be playing in Detroit, or against Detroit, the home Habs home opener, and he sat again. So it's kind of
0: And I feel like weird. he earned the home yeah, opener definitely. game. And I think that's worth something. Mm -hmm. You know, there was a big deal made in Toronto how Mike Babcock didn't play Jason Spezza in the home opener against his former team Mm -hmm. in his hometown.
1: Yeah, that's kind of... Like... (laughs) <laughs> obviously that too... is so
0: unnecessary like why are you being a piece of shit yeah i mean flurry earned his his spot on the opening day roster and and for whatever it's worth i'm sure for a 21 for a 20 year old even though i just mentioned players talk about how they hate the all those ceremonies and all mm-hmm. that the rookie that's there for the first time oh, yeah, he doesn't hate sure. it
1: for sure and i mean obviously two completely different scenarios yeah I know, about I know spezza who's like Seventy-two years old. Yeah, well, exactly. You just put <laughs> him on the fourth line. Just let yeah. him start the no, game. I couldn't no, believe that, that is that is stupid. I yeah. definitely agree with that. But um, yeah, it, it's pretty weird the, the whole situation with Flurry. I mean, at this point, if you're not going to play him, just just send him down. Yeah, that's I mean, the four thing. games in a row. I,
0: I didn't want to send him down before, but now it's. But if I'm Flurry and I get said down, now I'm like, what did I do yeah. wrong?
1: No, exactly. I don't know if. Well, now Juleson is going to be back with a Rocket. He's supposed to. I think he's supposed to play tomorrow actually. So I don't know if they ex- I'm going to need to see a lot
0: of hockey from Noah Jolson before I'm right. Yeah, put, put uh, that's true. Up.
1: I I mean, I don't know if if that's what they're they're thinking. They're they're going to have him play a few games here uh, on Wednesday, Saturday and Sunday and then maybe I mean, At call this him point, up. is
0: Noah Jolson really no, a better true. prospect than no. than Fleury? No. He right?
1: has more NHL experience. Oh, good for He brings him. I mean, he's he's definitely, definitely a different defenseman. I mean, if if Julien is looking for the rough kind of you know, strong net, uh, net front presence, and definitely he's he is more that than uh, than Flurry is.
0: I mean, if that's what he wants from him, though,
1: you know what I mean. Like, you want to
0: see him get some games in the AHL yeah. first. You want to make yeah. sure I mean, he hasn't played, in, I think, in like a year now. Exactly right, and and he all of a sudden got headaches for for no reason. I mean, I mean, I would not rush Joel no, back in no, no, the lineup, sure. and it's just put Flurry back in. <laughs> see what he has. Like, I'm assuming they've been working him hard at practice. Mm-hmm. See what he if he's if he's picking up on things if he's learning, and it's just is it that big of a loss to, to move Folign? Like like yeah. I said, I don't mind Foleen as an extra defenseman because he he hasn't like yeah, he's been s- decent. He hasn't stood out doing anything yeah. poorly or anything like that. But
1: but uh, yeah. yeah, but I mean to get back to the question, I mean we talked about it before. Sherratt, I think is definitely his spot is definitely more on the third pairing than yeah. it is on the second pairing. Uh, Sherratt and Foleen I mean, I, th- I feel like they're just kind of the same exactly. the same sort of player. Exactly. Neither one of them is going to really is much of a puck mover. So I think Fleury definitely would would match a lot better with Sherratt. You know, he's more of that hybrid sort of two-way defenseman. I think that could be a pretty solid pairing. Uh, definitely. I'm kind of Chirot Chirot disappointed Fleury. they didn't get some time together uh,
0: during uh, preseason. I mean, it's, it seems that uh, Julien was convinced that uh, Petrie mm-hmm. and, and Charat was going to work out. Uh, clearly, I mean, I mean, the thing is with Petrie though is that like he's playing crazy minutes today. If you look at time time on ice for defensemen, I mean, a big part of this is because of the power play. But he's got twenty four minutes, second to Shea Weber with nineteen minutes and forty seconds. So really, yeah, wow. yeah. So Shea Weber, uh, Jeff Petrie with like four and a half more uh more time on ice than uh, than anyone else, and then everyone else is way lower with fifteen and and and, and sixteen minutes. But this. The, the defense we had out there today seemed slow a lot of the time, you know? Like, who, who's who got foot speed? on the, in the, in the It's Mete, and then second is Petrie?
1: Uh, well, Kulak's pretty quick, too.
0: Yeah, he, but he's not, like... He's not slow, but he's not quick. Like, Fleury's quicker than Kulak.
1: Yeah, well, I'd say they're pretty... Yeah, Fleury's probably a little bit faster. I mean, they're, they're both, I, I think, sort of similar defensemen. Um, Kulak and uh, Kulak and Flurry, but um, but yeah, I mean, I think they, they definitely need speed, and obviously against a, a team like Tampa, they could have used that extra speed. Definitely. So, I mean, we'll see what happens on Thursday against Minnesota. If hopefully Flurry will finally get back into the lineup, but um, yeah, I don't know, four four games in a row and in the, the press box.
0: These Minnesota games are important because basically it's Minnesota on, on Thursday, and St. Louis again in St. Louis, and then in Minnesota. Minnesota, like I said, they're bottom feeders in the league so far. You gotta think St. Louis is gonna be up for revenge. I mean, they're not. They're they're they're, yeah, they're sure. their team. They they were just at the White House today. Really, it was very <laughs> awkward, and Trump's just talking about his potential impeachment and all the awkward blues players seem to be oh, very. Wow. They, they seem to be very much about not stirring the boat. I mean, they won the cup. You know, whatever. I think
1: that's like that's basically hockey players in general.
0: I mean, there's been situations where players, well, Tim Thomas back in the yeah, day, yeah, that's true. refused uh, to go. Uh, when Obama was in office, but I mean, but then that the, the St. Louis game is a three p.m. game. You never know how they're 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 gonna react to that. But those those two Minnesota games, you gotta think St. Louis in St. Louis is gonna be a rough game. Those two Minnesota games, they they gotta win. So this is a four game homestand to start uh, to start the season. And so far, I mean, the St. Louis game was great, but like these, they played fine, like you said, they played pretty good today against Tampa Bay. But at the end of the day, they never really had were close to winning. You know? No.
1: No, yeah. So I mean, the, you know you're gonna definitely hope that they that they come back here because they're they're two two and two right now, right? So I mean, they're playing 500 hockey. Yeah, 500 do hockey doesn't that. get you in the playoffs. No, exactly. They're gonna have to do better than that, and and obviously, I mean, hopefully they can capitalize on a team that that they should beat this week.
0: Yeah, at this point, Minnesota, because St. Louis, like I, I just said a few times, going to be a tough matchup. Both those games against the, against the Wild have to be wins. Yeah, especially at home to, uh, on on Thursday.
1: Yeah, definitely. Especially the Thursday game. Then Saturday and Sunday, you got like two afternoon games. That's kind of a weird. Yeah. That, I feel like the Canadians don't usually play well. I I feel like you talk afternoon. to any
0: fan base and they'll tell you they don't play well in the afternoon. I think just most teams, especially this early in the season, or maybe the, this early in the season makes it easier because they're not
1: used yeah. to their schedule yet. And then back to back, I'm yeah. sure I'm sure it's going to be tough. Probably, especially the second game. I'm sure the second game you have, you're going to have Kincaid and Nets as well. That's true. Yeah. So. Yeah, you
0: you'd think that Price is going to play Saturday night against uh, uh against St. Louis, and then you get Kincaid yeah. on on Sunday, and uh, especially since it's a although no, they're both on the road actually, they're both, yeah, they're, they're
1: both, both on the road, yeah, yeah So we'll see Kincaid. Uh, I mean, hopefully he can bounce back from his first game. I mean, he didn't look bad no.
0: in his first game, but uh, he wasn't a game changer either. Obviously, it was fine. Better than Yammy was last year, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, well, that's not hard to beat. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully, I mean, if they can, you know, at least get two wins, I think it's, I think it's a good week. Right,
0: I ho- hopefully, yeah, uh, I- hopefully they can get something going. I mean, it's just the, the, this team, like they might have the, the worst, the, one of the worst defenses in the league.
1: It's up there. Like, <laughs> it's definitely just, up there, and not
0: just the players on defense, but just the team defense in general. Just how, mm-hmm. how many breakaways or two on ones no, or, or like what have you? Have there has there been so far this year? Way too many. Yeah, you're not supposed to get to give up multiple breakaways a game. Like do the Canadians get multiple break, breakaways a game? No. no. <laughs> the other teams <laughs> seem to not. get multiple a game. Yeah. And today there was there was Hedman, and he just bobbled the puck.
1: Yeah, when the de- when a defenseman on the other team is getting a breakaway. Yeah, see, not really a good sign. I'd have even to rewatch if, what was going on Headman. in that,
0: that, that play.
1: Yeah, even if it is a, a great defenseman like Hedman, that's still generally not a good sign. Right, I mean,
0: well, we'll see what happens. I'm not feeling... I think this, this is pretty much what the team... It's an exciting team to watch, at least. But like I said at the beginning of the year, if the lineup stays the way it is, I don't think this is a playoff team.
1: It's going to be tough. I mean, I, I think it's going to be the same as last season. I said this at the beginning of the season, I think, on the first episode. You know, it's going to be a team that's going to scratch and claw their way till the end. And it's going to come down to the last game or two.
0: But a lot of the teams in the East look like Buffalo look, looks a lot better this year. Uh, Detroit is... I think Detroit's going to fall off more than with Buffalo. I think Buffalo is, might be the real deal. It depends on the other players, like the, the other teams, like the Flyers and the Rangers and the Islanders, I think might take a bit of a step back this year. Florida's got a solid team. Florida's got a better team than Canadians. If you, if you look at that roster top to bottom, now they have Bobrovsky and Nets
1: too. Yeah, that's true. Bobrovsky. Yeah, that that they're, forward they're court team. is yeah. better
0: than ours. I think def- like Ekblad is, is a better defenseman mm-hmm.
1: than... you know. Yeah, Massison is as well. Yeah, they, I mean they yeah, they they definitely have a good team. It's going to be tough. I mean, for sure. But I mean, the Canadians have played really well so far this season. Again, it's the defense that's it's really it's really hurt them. Um But that's you know. the
0: thing the Canadians haven't
1: played well. The Canadians have
0: looked good on offense. There's chemistry on offense. The young players look good, but the team defense has been atrocious. Well,
1: it's just, it's, it's the defense, yeah. But uh, as a whole, I feel the Canadians have played pretty well. Like tonight, they played. They played great. The Canadians. Yeah, there awesome. were still
0: those three. the The thing is, the, the 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 Lightning. Let's not forget, they got a two goal lead, and then they stopped pushing as much. That's part of it too, right? I mean, I'm I'm not. I don't think there's a situation here where the Canadians come back and then Lightning don't just go like, oh, okay, let's go score another goal. <laughs> you
1: know, it's a little bit more difficult than
0: that. No, but like I mean, the, for the Lightning yeah. against the Habs defense, it's not that much more difficult That's than that, true. unless Carey Price decides he wants to shut the door, but he's not. You
1: know. Well, at the beginning of last season, too, the defense, I mean, obviously this was without Weber at the beginning of last season. The, the defense was definitely a huge concern, and, and it did get a little bit better as the season goes, yeah. or as the season went. Um, so, I mean, I—I hopefully it's going to be the same thing this season. Um, I mean, you you do typically see that a lot at the beginning of uh, uh, of a hockey season as well, where if you have some new players, which well, it's true they they really don't have any really new defensemen aside from Charot, that they're all sort of you know trying to learn learn the game plan or whatever. Well,
0: I was listening to another podcast. I think it was on the RDS podcast, and I forget who they had on. I think it was Eric Benachi, and he was mentioning that no player practices defense during the off season.
1: No, oh, that's true. Everyone's just on <laughs> that the makes ice.
0: Sense. Try, like, even Nate Thompson's on the ice trying to hit top corners, you know. And, and you know, no no one's practicing, you know, like covering their zone correctly and, and, and back-checking and, and, and stuff like that. But, I mean, I think the defense at the beginning of last year, before Weber came back, kind of played over their heads. But The thing is, is if Weber looks like this at
1: the beginning of the season, mm-hmm.
0: it's not going to get better.
1: No, I mean, well, maybe, hopefully he's just a little bit rusty at this point. <laughs> That's sort of what I'm what I'm hoping, but uh, but yeah, I mean, obviously, if he's, I mean, well, if he only played 19 minutes tonight, that's that's not too bad. It's better yeah. than the first couple of games of the season. He was playing, I think, I, he played like 26, 27. I minutes. think
0: the defense minutes in general are very low today, just because uh, they had a lot there, of power yeah, plays. Yeah, there and, were a lot of power plays, and and, they're, and they're, let's not forget they're running. Uh, <laughs>
1: yeah with one defense one man.
0: defenseman on the power play right so 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 that'll lower which is not a bad thing considering how much are are, are, yeah. are although i mean every every game like how many chances did they get on the pk today i mean it, it does mm-hmm. it is noticeable having i mean i don't want to i don't want to shit on DeWayne because he's had a great mm-hmm. start to the season so far and he's looked good today but he, he's obviously like yeah. as as far yeah, as I mean, playing that's, defense you know like he i think he'd be the first to tell you that he's a loss when it comes <laughs> to, to playing defense right so uh, it's risky but considering how much better like that's the that's the main bright spot. The power play is like pretty good.
1: Yeah. Only surprised. one for five
0: today, but they were generating offense, they were like controlling the puck, like having they were getting opportunity. Like last year it was so frustrating because mm-hmm. you'd see the other team on the power play and they looked like a team, they're mm-hmm. passing the puck, they're controlling the zone. Mm-hmm. The Habs never you never saw that. There was one power play today that looked like last year's power play. Yeah. And it's it's just so incredibly frustrating and it's it's obviously deflating to the team. So that that is a bright spot. Now if the PK figures it out too, maybe this team can kind of like power through the bad defense through great special teams.
1: But, but Yeah, the the, P, the PK definitely has to be better. I mean, yeah, 100%. Right now, I mean, they must be the worst in the NHL. Well, I, I mean, I it's, it's early, early in the, the year, so it's hard to say. But. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, they've only played six games. But, yeah, I mean, they're going to have to be a lot better, obviously. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, obviously the, the power play has been a pleasant surprise so far this season. Um, but It was bound to be better. Yeah, well, it couldn't be any worse, right? Oh, God, the Los
0: Angeles Kings and the New Jersey Devils are 56 and 57% on the PK. Oh, but not far behind is the Canadians at 61.1%. So yeah, 61%. That is bad. Uh, very
1: bad. But yeah, I mean that can hopefully only get better. Uh, but yeah, I think the defense. Hopefully, I mean the, the defense is never going to be one of the top units in the NHL. But I think it can get better. I think eventually they'll they'll sort of come along.
0: There's really one piece missing. It's a big piece, and it's an expensive piece, and it's not a piece that you can just find anywhere. But it would just transform this team.
1: Yeah, but I don't. I mean, yeah, it's just not there. There's there's no left handed defenseman out there on the market. I don't think. Not not at, this at least. Point. Yeah, at least. I, not right I, I now. think
0: at the point unfortunately, at the point where there will be some available, I don't know if the Habs are still going to be really... I don't know if they're going to be fighting that hard. If they, if they keep playing like this, look, they look good on offense and all that, but this is this is what it's going to be. They're going to win some, lose some. If they're playing 500 hockey, they're going to be lower in the standings than they were last year.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. But, uh, I mean, I, th- I think they're they're better than 2-2-2. Two, two, and two. I mean, I definitely think they're going to improve... Hopefully the defense can improve a little bit, and I mean, who knows? Maybe it's a deadline. Depending on where they are, maybe they can go out and get someone.
0: I mean, I mean, I'm not saying the the only the only hope we have is in December when Belznerman goes to Russia to convince Romanov to come to Canada, and he somehow convinces him to come this year. Well, that's not possible. Well, I mean, you, you can figure something out. You can pay off the Russians. I, well, maybe. You know? I doubt that. I but. feel like they respond well to money. You know, they'll respect yeah, Bergerine's, like, fucking suits and all Brad that. Brad Putin and... Uh, Brad Putin, yeah, let, exactly. Let
1: them cross the border
0: or whatever. <laughs> uh, but, I don't know. Like, is there really no one out there? God, we need teams to really so.
1: fall off completely. Maybe if the Canucks are, like, in last at the deadline, we can go get Edler. That's Finally. the thing.
0: I, I think... If the defense stays the way it is, I think by the time the deadline rolls around, we're going to be sellers. Uh, I, it's I mean, just, we'll see. I mean uh, you, you don't win. You're yeah. not. You're not going to win a lot of games in the NHL with this, this level of defense. You're just they not. Did last unless Price starts playing over his head, but the defense played over his head last year.
1: Well, I mean, they started off really bad, and then they sort of came around, but the, and, then, and then they
0: fell off hard until Weber came yeah, back.
1: Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. But I mean, hopefully they can come around again this year. I mean, there are you know, I mean, obviously there's no number one defenseman in Laval, but I mean, there are some guys that could could be serviceable as well. Like Otto Liskin is off to a great start so far. He's got four assists in four games for the Rocket. Xavier Waleta I thought looked really good so far in the first well the first two games that I went to see in Laval. So I mean, there's there's some options there. I mean, definitely, obviously, not guys that are going to come in and uh, you know play twenty-five minutes a game, but you know, I mean, if these guys can continue their 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 hot start in Laval, maybe they can be called up at some point.
0: All right, so let's 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 move past the Canadians, and I think we we've gone around it as much as we can. I mean, I, I I'm I'm hopeful. That Thursday, they they got to come out with a big game. I think they'll win on Thursday. But the weekend's gonna be rough. But I hope we need to get four out of six points. Yeah, uh, for, for the next uh, three games. So Laval won a game.
1: I finally won a game. How started, exciting! Started off, I was super excited. How exciting! <laughs> uh, yeah. So they, um, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, they lost their first three games. They lost on Saturday uh, to Milwaukee, four to two. But they did win on Monday yesterday uh, against Rockford, three to one. So that's a positive. Uh, I mean. It's, Obviously, like I said, Liskin has started off the season so far, four assists in four games. He's looked great so far. Uh, Xavier Wallet I thought, has been great as well.
0: Looks like a dominant performance, too. 43 shots to 22. Yeah. I know shots don't tell the whole story. I obviously didn't watch the game, but
1: he yeah, scored game. again. Yeah, Belzile's been, uh, I think that's three goals now in four games.
0: It's him and Hudon that uh, are carrying the team.
1: Yeah, I mean, both of them are playing great so far you don't, maybe, uh, you know, improving his uh, trade value, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe some AHL
0: team will want him. That's pretty
1: much what what going to be. But, so... Primo Primo had a good game to uh, to get his first... Is is
0: Primo the starter? AHL win.
1: Is he? Uh, Well, Langren started when they lost, and Primo started when they won. Okay, so... Primo's definitely played... He's played better than Langren, for sure. To the surprise of no one. That's true. So, hopefully, uh, yeah, we'll see. I mean, uh... Yeah, hopefully we'll they turn the- it around.
0: I'd, lo- I'd I'd love to see an actual playoff team, yeah. and I
1: think they should be a playoff team uh, this cool. year, especially. I
0: mean, at this point, I kind of want to hold on to Charlie I, mean, I don't know. let him let him dominate in the AHL. Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, as long as he's got a good attitude, yeah, um, for- when he's down there. And I mean, they're they're getting some reinforcements as well. You got McCarron that's supposed to play tomorrow. Against Providence, Juleson, like you said, uh, Juleson, I, I don't know if he's playing tomorrow, but he's definitely uh, from what I from what I understand supposed to play this weekend. Same thing with Gustav Olufsen, who would be another option on the left side if he had if he gets off to a good start and can stay healthy, hopefully.
0: And I'm not the biggest proponent to plus minus, but Ryan Paling one assist, minus four. I mean, has it been that bad for for Paling?
1: Uh, well I, I didn't see the game yesterday but apparently he played really well. Okay. Um against Rockford. But uh yeah, I mean yeah, like you said, I mean plus minus isn't the uh it's, the, yeah, it's you know, not the be all. They've at scored all, they've got scored on a lot also yeah. in empty nets. I okay. think they I think they've been like they've scored they've gotten scored on like three goals. Like which, all their, all their losses basically. Yeah, which yeah. makes obviously a big difference. Of course
0: fair enough the, the the worst two are matthew peck and carl Alsner. i wonder if they just don't care about playing in the nhl at this point <laughs> <laughs>
1: well peckish shit <should>. uh, yeah peckish <laughs> shit yeah, P- Pekka should.
0: yeah Pekka should. i mean he's making good money for, for 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 what he's doing right now so all right so rocket 1. so ho- hopefully it's a sign of things to come uh we're, we're going on friday
1: we're going on friday
0: you so you haven't you've seen two games so far. I've seen two. They games. lost both last They've year. You went both. like ten times.
1: I think I, yeah, I went to see I think ten or eleven games and they, they won, won once. Okay. Well, so I'm. <laughs> I should probably stop. Yeah, going you should to probably stop going, going to see point. the games. But
0: maybe you'll get to see your second win. May, hopefully, hopefully. But I mean the 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 big news as far as the younger players go from uh, since our last podcast has been Cole Caulfield Crazy looking start. phenomenal already. <laughs> With two goals in his well, any e- four goals, two goals in each
1: game to start off the year. I mean, it just looks incredible out there. That's right, four goals and an assist. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, anyone that was concerned with his size, obviously the NCAA is playing bigger, older yeah. guys. Uh, I mean, so far <laughs> size hasn't been an issue,
0: and like a couple of like one timer power play goals. Just, yep. just it looks like Veshkin like mini Ovechkin yeah, out there yeah, yeah I was taking thinking the same thing I mean it's it's great to see I mean the the second game they, they scored like their, their team scored like 11 goals yeah,
1: yeah so yeah.
0: I mean it, it's not doesn't mean as much I feel like in, the, in those situations he's already looking like a pure goal scorer and I mean, he he might actually break, break some records. I mean, he I know he's. He, I was reading that he's the first since like nineteen sixty three for the Badgers to, to score two goals in his first two games for uh, for the team. But I don't know. If I'm still just as excited as I was when we drafted him.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, off to a great start. Hopefully, he can keep it up. Um, I mean, it's going to be a long season for him. It's going to be a tough season playing uh, playing the big boys. But uh, but we'll see. Hopefully, he can keep it up. I mean, definitely, he's off to a great start and. If he keeps this up, actually, he had he had mentioned it too. If uh, if Wisconsin was to be knocked out early, which I doubt because they have one heck of a team, yeah. um, that he you know he'd love to to uh, to uh, to join the Habs at the end of the season uh, in the in the playoffs.
0: So how does that work if he do, if he does that? He can't go back to Wisconsin the next no. year then, right? No, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah But I'm assuming him. if he's saying that, he's probably thinking he's going to be one and done. In, well, I mean, in if he's
1: putting up goals like he like he started off yeah. here. Uh, yeah, yeah, he could probably play in the AHL next yeah, year, or right. maybe with the maybe with the Habs. Maybe know. with the Habs. Who maybe knows? with the That'd Habs. That'd be great.
0: I mean, I mean, I mean. Here's the thing. Let's not forget, like when we're like freaking out about this team and all. It's still an extremely young team, and last year they overperformed.
1: Yeah, I know I mean, you, they you love
0: to toot your own horn about how like oh I, I knew they'd be there. They're still a very young team with like two great veterans in, in Weber yeah. and Price. But there's a still a lot of potential there, so they're not, it's not like they're, they're cup contenders that, mm-hmm. that are underperforming. They're pretty much performing at the level oh, yeah, for sure. of what the team
1: is. Yeah, I mean, they're you know, a fringe playoff team. That's, that's what they are with a lot of good young players. I mean, they're, they're, they're still basically in a rebuilding mode, right? Exactly. They
0: still have a ton of picks for next year's draft and all that. So, yeah. I mean, it's just... I'm, I love that it's, they're fun to watch. But the thing is, is if, if we are still in a rebuilding mode, like Claude Julien... Just
1: like yeah, we need to embrace the youth. We need, need to embrace it. Close. You, know, you gotta
0: play flurry. Yeah. Leave Kakinemi at center. Like, what are you
1: doing? You gotta live with the with the ups and downs. Yeah. I mean,
0: if you want to see Suzuki at uh, playing center, which I don't disagree with, mm-hmm. put Domi maybe on the wing and have Suzuki center him.
1: There you go. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, hopefully, hopefully, it's not something that we're gonna see too often. Um, and hopefully, I mean, uh, hopefully, in Minnesota, we'll see Kakinemi yeah. back at center. And flurry back on the right side I, next to Chara. I,
0: I really hope so. I anyway, know. Before we finish off, here, any other prospects uh, of relevance in the last week or so?
1: Uh, no, I mean Norlander's kept it up. He scored, uh, scored again this week. Uh, we got uh, Jordan Harris who just scored tonight for Northeastern in the NCAA. So third, uh, third rounder from 2018.
0: Norland, Norlander's seeming like he's like
1: this year's like Romanov, right? Yeah, he's killing it. It's killing like it's so like one far. of those
0: players that like maybe didn't know that much about going into the season, but like.
1: Yeah, I mean I didn't it. know too much about him when they drafted him. He he was a little bit off the board. He was an overager. Um I mean obviously Romanov was playing in the KHL. Norlander's playing in the uh, in the Allsvenskan, which is a second division in the in sure, Sweden. of
0: course, of course. So, I mean, I'm
1: not comparing their skill. I'm just saying in the in, in the sense impressive.
0: that he's like this year's like prospect that like early yeah. on we're like, "Oh, okay, who's this guy? Who's this who's this guy we drafted? And what we, what was he? Second round?
1: Third round." Third round? Yeah. So, yeah, Looking he's definitely off to a great big. start. Hopefully, I mean, if he can continue it, we'll see him in Laval next season and uh, maybe even with the Habs. We'll see. He should be a big player, definitely, at the World Juniors for Sweden. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that, uh, that's exciting. And uh, Jesse Alonen as well, he's off to a great start in Finland, so hopefully he can keep it up, and hopefully he'll be in Laval next year as well.
0: All right, maybe that's when Laval will start being good.
1: Maybe. Well, they got a good team this year, especially with the reinforcement yeah, yeah, yeah. they're getting it's, back It's, this it's week. early. See, Laval
0: is more a team that if, like, we don't care as much as how the, the, the like, farm team
1: does, but they should be doing better than they're doing right yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's only it's only four games, right? Yeah, but, especially
0: uh, for an AHL team that, like, basically, like, half the team is different.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see what they do this week, and we'll see what the Habs do this week. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, at least two wins for oh, each. At other. least two wins. At least two wins. Come on, and like, let's let's see some proper
0: defense out there. Uh, but I, I don't know. I'm not. A, new, a move needs to be made. I don't feel good about this team right now. They're fun to watch, but I just and they're progressing. It's fine. It's fine. They're, they're just who we think we are. They are, <laughs> and this defense is not a, a t- defense going to make the playoffs. I just don't think so.
1: No. Anyway, I we'll mean, hopefully, hopefully they'll get better. Yeah, you know, uh, just got to keep playing together, and hopefully, yeah. Uh, and a, a move's not out there. At least not now. I,
0: I was looking at uh, the New Jersey Devils, who have had a very rough start.
1: I think Subban's going to come back. No, not P.K.
0: Subban. <laughs> I mean, I'd love for Subban to come back. Uh, I, I, I am a Subban lover, but I think uh, people that listen to the, the Habs podcast have heard enough about P.K. Subban. But uh, well, only one year left on his contract if they keep falling off, and there's been rumors around him and the Canadians in the past Sammy Vatnet that'd
1: be good that'd right? be great puck moving
0: defenseman plays the left side could be a great <laughs> player to play next to to Shea Weber I mean has Kenton is not maybe the most stable defensively but that might be exactly what Weber needs next to him right now the, at, the, at the tail end of his career like a fast defenseman mm-hmm. That can and he can kind of be become more of a stay at home with a booming shot, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, that would definitely be. I mean, I think he's still pretty young too. Yeah, he, he's probably in his. I'm pretty uh, sure it's gonna be his first year or something uh, as a UFA. He's only 28. Uh, I mean,
0: so, it's early yeah. in the year. I'm sure New Jersey's not ready to throw in the towel yet. I mean, they thought they were gonna they, they went and got PK Subban. They thought they were, they were gonna have more of a breakout yeah. year. And Jack Hughes has, doesn't even have a point yet, if I'm not mistaken. But if it keeps going like this. Yeah. I, you you got to yeah, think absolutely. Sammy Vatten is someone they're gonna want to move, and he's exactly pretty much what I would want on the on the Canadiens blue line right now.
1: Yeah, that that would obviously be great. I mean, obviously it would be pretty expensive. Yeah, I mean <laughs> for the Habs, maybe, but, maybe uh, picks
0: and like. Pro- I don't think it'd be. It's still a rental. Like, how much do people pay for yeah. rentals at this point? You know.
1: Well, Jake Muzzin last year was a first rounder. I'd say Vatn is probably a little bit better than Jake Muzzin. Yeah. But yeah. Jake Muzzin did have a year left on his contract. Yeah, exactly. That's, so, different. That's different. So Um yeah. I mean uh, uh okay. In, definitely at least until Christmas we're stuck with the defense that we yeah, have. Yeah, no, now. for sure. For sure. But uh, uh I, I think I think it can get better.
0: All right, so anything else that you wanted to cover then?
1: Uh, no, I think that's it. So, uh, well, thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back
0: next week, maybe Sunday or Monday. I mean, they're playing on Sunday, so maybe. Yeah, we'll I'll do it on Monday. Yeah,
1: maybe. And, uh, well, follow us on Twitter, guys, at the Habs Forum. You can follow us on Facebook as well. Send us your questions, any comments you guys have. And review us on the App Store. There you go. Review we us have on the four App Store.
0: reviews on the App Store, and I personally know three of them. <laughs> Come on. Put some more reviews on the app store.
1: Five-star reviews. Oh, yeah,
0: only five-star reviews. And don't mention that four of the reviews are people that I know. All right, thanks for listening.